everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, let me see if I pronounce this correctly, Lisa Hines? Or is it Lisa Hines? Hines? Okay, Lisa Hines, and she has been in a number of indie horror films, including Steffi and Night of the Tommyknockers, Mrs. Parker from Scream Bloody Murder, uh, Nurse Geraldine in Arena Wars, Molly Brown in Werewolf Cabal, and she has an unknown role that we're going to be working on tonight to get her in 72, which is my Mia Carl's movie. So that's exciting. How you doing, Lisa? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Scotty. And I'm so excited about your project. <laughs> Excited to have you on board. I know that uh, you donated and we are grateful for that. We truly are. And I am very honored to have you on here. You are a part of some pretty big indie films and that's pretty, that's really exciting. And I would love to promote obviously not just 72, but all of their films as well. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's really nice. No problem. So the first question I didn't have on the list that I sent over to you that I forgot about that I thought about when I was like, Oh, I forgot to ask that. Um, so tell us a little bit about your uh, company that you uh, that you have going that you all work for. Oh, my day job. Yes. On uh, my day job, I work for an energy company. Okay. Um, I'm chief of retail operations. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So um, it, it keeps me really busy. Really yes. busy. Um, and, and basically, the job is twenty four seven. Okay. Um, so honestly, when I'm away on sets. Um, and I'm waiting, as you know, on sets, we wait for, you know, yes. eight to 10 hours to film. It could be you're yeah. at the end of the day, but you're there at 9am. Right. So, um, you know, I'll be sitting there working on contracts. Okay. Nice. Right. So, um, yeah. so when I'm away, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing my day job. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, do you have a production company as well? We do. We do. Um, Barker street cinema. Um, okay. they're in, uh, Prince George, British Columbia. Um, and I worked on a dollar baby film with them. Okay. Um, the doctor's case, it was a Stephen King dollar baby. Um, and it was the only period piece that Stephen King did. Um, so it was Sherlock Watson. Oh, nice. Um, so we filmed it, um, Craig Durock Castle in Victoria, British Columbia, and it was horses and carriages and costumes (laughs) and, We had full run of the museum, three stories, um, overnight, right? Um, It it was incredible. Yeah. And so um, I worked so well with them um, that when they decided to, let's say, incorporate the partnership, Mm -hmm. um, I was invited to be a partner. That's awesome. Right. So um, we have a lot of things that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically what they did, um, it's in Northern BC. So they're trying to bring people to their community to film, right. To, to, to nourish their community. Right. right? Yep. Um, So, yeah, so that's wonderful. So um, once all this pandemic stuff is behind us with Canada, then I'll, yes. I'll be able to go there and film. So, That'd and I haven't awesome. been able to do that. And, we, you know, they um, got um, just finished two movies, okay. you know, right. in the last. Awesome. awesome. So how did you get your start into <laughs> acting in the indie films? Well, that's interesting. I was in the con world for, for you, uh, <laughs> about five years. Right. So I worked conventions. Um, in a concierge capacity. 
Um, so I, I, I got to know uh, a lot of the talents. Right. Um, so I was at a convention um, in Atlanta and Robbie Mel was there. Um, and I said to Robbie, you know, what's up next for you? He had just finished on the last season on the new X-Files, right? When they rebooted the X-Files. Yeah. Um, and so I said, what's next? And he goes, oh, he goes, um, we just finished writing a movie and, and we're almost halfway through raising the money to make it called Code 8. Nice. And he's like, Lisa, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania. And he's like, well, I wonder how far that is from Toronto. So, of course, I got my phone out. And I'm like, sure. you know, hey, it's yeah. only seven hours away. And um, my uh, best friend, Michelle Hill, uh-huh. she and I do a lot of films together. And um, so anyway, I said to Michelle, geez, you want to go to Toronto over the 4th of July and film in Code 8? And she's like, I'm in. And then uh, um um, my two daughters came as well. So we were all in Toronto filming on Code 8. That, w- nice. that was, yeah, it was incredible. Um, that's how I first found out that you could do this mm-hmm. was when Robbie told me that. And so then after that, I found my first Stephen King dollar baby. And of course, mm-hmm. I grew up 45 minutes from Stephen King. I'm from Maine. Oh, wow. nice. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm a King fan. You know, the, I love, the, I love Stephen no, King. No understatement there. So um, I've been in three of the Dollar Baby projects because that's just really close to my heart, you know, Um, and that he does that for filmmakers. You know, they they can lease it for a dollar, make a movie. It's a great program. Yeah, really. It is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yes. So Uh, you said you're from northeastern Pennsylvania. I'm also from northeastern Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, Obviously, that was probably a big selling point of 72. You don't have to fly in. Um, but where are you from in northeastern Pennsylvania, if I may ask? Um, um, in a little town um, just below Binghamton, New York. Okay. So North Branton. Okay. Um, called Montrose. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, I heard of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's country and cows and cornfields yeah. and, you know. Yeah. I, I'm um, from, uh, from Ashland, Pennsylvania. And we'll be filming in the Pottsville. Not, a lot of people mistake it for Pottstown, but it's Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I looked it up and I think it was like a half an hour, an hour and a half from my house. Yes. It's not far at all. It wasn't far at all. It was like, <laughs> wow. And um, <laughs> I just happened to be on one day last week looking um, and I came across your movie. Yeah. And I read the synopsis and I was like, <laughs> right? I got all excited. And right. so obviously I messaged you guys immediately, which were yeah. so prompt. I mean, I got my message right. back in seconds because that's my first question is, you know, where are y'all filming? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so it all worked out, you know, that's through everything. I definitely love running my company is I love to run it where we don't where if you send us a message if it's like at 1 a.m don't expect an immediate answer but no, no. Like day type of thing i like to have responses if, especially if there if there are answers that we already should know like immediately you know responded to within the hour at least um because it it, it makes for good customer service it makes good you know it, it keeps our fan base interactive it makes people that want to, you know, help support us, makes people that want to be involved. And we really would like to have, you know, that customer service and that, that, you know, that engagement to our, our fan base. Oh, it does. And it, and it makes it easier for me to make a decision right away. Absolutely. Um, especially like I have a lot of filming dates coming up. 
right? So I have to check yeah. first and go, hey, you know, I don't want you to give me any trade secrets, right? But right. I can you tell me, a, a, you know, a window that you're filming to see if right. I can, you know, get in, right? Exactly. So exactly, and we were able um, to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I, I can't wait for the film. As you said, I do not have my role assigned yet, you know. Right. So I'm really looking forward to that, and yeah. and, and looking at my character. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited. It's going to yeah. be so much fun. It will. And be. I, it yeah. And the thing for me is I just, um, I love to be on movie sets. Right. And I love to meet new people yes. and I like to feel like I'm part of the family, you know, and, and that's what I like about indie films. Yes. yes. You know, you go on and it's like family and yeah, we are a um, indie, indie community. We're an indie family. We really are. Yes. And, and I, it's so important to help mm -hmm. these indie films get made. Absolutely. Um, even if it's a little bit, even if you can only share it on your social media, yep. you know, exactly. And um, it doesn't cost anything to share, share, you know, the, the, the page, your, what your one share can equal the five, you know, new donations and. It can oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, Hey, you know, you're going to get a DVD, you know, I right. mean, um, in whether it's a, you know, $30 perk or, or whatever, but you know, right. you're first on the list to get your DVD or, poster yes. or you know yes, um they have small enough perks you know that you can at least get a little bit in there or a dollar or five dollars and every little bit helps people yeah. don't realize just a little bit can make yeah. a huge difference for one of yeah. these projects yeah one thing we do with our like if you donate 250 dollars or you do donate five the five dollar perk we always give the same type of shout out to everybody because we don't care how much or how little you donate your $5 could mean that, you know, we, like we have enough blood or we don't have enough blood. Like mm -hmm. that $5 is a, is a big help. Like whether you know that or not, because if we get, you know, 10 people to donate $5, you know what I mean? Like there's, you know, $50 type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so and you, it, and you can buy it, another prop. You exactly. know what I mean? Like <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> what do you look for personally when contributing to an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign for Indie Horror Films? Uh, well, I've been doing it probably four years now. Okay. Um, horror is my genre. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, however, I do love period pieces. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, uh, what, what was it? Prejudice is zombies remember that pride and prejudice zombies yes, yes. oh yeah i love <laughs> my, that when that came out my husband's like lisa that's right up your alley yes oh my god yes and, uh, yes um i was a huge fan of the walking dead right yes. so i i love zombies mm -hmm. right um uh so the other thing that i look for is who's doing it mm -hmm. um and I do a little bit of research before mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, donate. Right. Um, uh, and, and if I had to say anything to anyone, you know, going in, doing this for the first time, mm -hmm. um, make sure you just research a little bit, you know, yeah. who you're backing, um, the projects, um, that it's going to work in your time frame. Yeah. And, and that's just coming from my own experience and people that I've talked to, you know, on different sets and they were like, Oh, I couldn't get into that movie. You know, the date changed. Like, um, 
so it's nice to just have those things in mind. Yeah, absolutely. When, when, when you're, when you're looking for one and know what genre you want to be in. Yeah. Cause, cause believe it or not, we are the indie horror, you know, family, but there are other movies that look for crowdfunding campaigns outside of the horror genre. There's like, you know, mm-hmm. there's the romances, you know, the rom-coms and all that stuff. So definitely, uh, you know, if you if you aren't into the hard genre go and support you know a romance or a comedy or a drama or you know any of those type of films that you know need help you know getting backed and because i mean it isn't cheap to make a movie it really isn't cheap and it, like i when we did our first film like it wasn't the greatest film because it was our first film we made mistakes and we didn't have a budget we had an indiegogo we didn't nobody really knew us at the time so we only made like 200 dollars I spent $6,000 of my own personal cash from my paychecks wow. just to make that movie over the course of like a year or so. So like it, it got made, it wasn't the greatest, but now we have a budget, we have money aside and we have money from Indiegogo. So we are able to make a good movie now. Yeah. And you've learned and that's you've it. Learned. You know, every time yeah. you're, and that's one thing that I say, like people ask me, you know, how is it to be on a set, you know, different sets. And I'm like, Every set that you're on, you learn something. Yeah. Like I said, sometimes you're you're waiting eight hours to film. Meanwhile, you get to go watch the other filming. Absolutely. So you're learning from other actors. You're 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 watching the setup for the scenes. How the how the cinematographer is setting this up. What it's yeah. going to look like. Um, mm-hmm. um, and that's a lot of fun, also. It make is. It- you know, it is like, and there's so many different parts that you can learn from filmmaking from the on the screen as an actor um, to on the screen as an extra because there's two totally different things the leading roles, supporting roles, the minor roles, the extra roles. And then from the behind the scenes, from the director's standpoint and you know, the cinematographer's standpoint, the producer's standpoint. So there's so many different levels you can learn in filmmaking from just being on a set, you know, and, and you could be on 50 sets and you still learn something new on the 51st. Oh, yes. And so many people I've watched just in four years, like move through the ranks, right? Um, and now they're an AD. And before they were just an extra on a set and, yeah. and they're moving up. And that, I, I just, I love watching that. Absolutely. You know, people get to make their passion happen. And, and it's amazing. Yeah, amazing. absolutely. So um, what part of an actor, uh, what part of being an actor do you believe is the most fun? And what about what is the hardest? The most fun is being on set, um, meeting new people, yeah. um, um, learning from actors, yeah, right, other actors. Yeah. Um, obviously, I you know I didn't have any training, any right. formal training um, to be an actor. So um, I love that, and yeah. I, I love people that will work with you. And and one actor in particular, Robert Lasardo. Um, He's so wonderful to work with and he teaches you. He's incredible. um, So yes, I love being on set, love meeting new people and um, love discovering my character and how that's going to work out. Um, And what was the second part of that question, Scotty? What would be the hardest part of being an actor? Like what's the hardest? The elements. Mm -hmm. All right, so... (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, I was on a Dollar Baby filming down in Allentown two years ago in January. And of course, if you if you live in the Northeast, you'll remember this. We had a block of two weeks where it was below zero. Oh, yeah. 
Remember that? Oh, well, yeah. um, so we were filming in that block uh, overnights um, and I was a vampire. So I'm in a t-shirt covered in blood <laughs> and we're, we're filming overnights, right? And it's 10 below. And so that we're was out. Cold, cold oh, my oh my God. Oh my God, that was a cold my gosh. You know, I, fortunately, at least I bought like heated socks, battery operated like heated socks. And, you know, um, I was ready for it. However, when you're standing outside in 10 below in a t-shirt, it, it, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you prepare and, as much as you want. You're in a t-shirt uh, in 10 uh, below. Uh, you're not going to be getting warm. Uh, and, and so the camera equipment kept freezing up. So they'd have to take the camera equipment in the tent, thaw it bring it back out. You know what I mean? So it starts, stop, starts up. So um, then last summer I was on blood thirst um, in Nelson, Nevada, mm-hmm. uh, the desert in July. <laughs> and it was 118 degrees. Oh. And, and they were filming there for three weeks. And I was there for two of those weeks. And look, you know, <laughs> there, there is no relief there. And honestly, when you're from the Northeast, right? And it's a hot date or a hot, you know, hot day. You you go down in your basement and you can feel the temperature change. <laughs> yeah. Well, out there we're filming in the basement, and it's hotter in the basement than it is outside. <laughs> uh, um, so yes, I we've been in so many different. Um, we were filming Tommy Knockers in Landers, yeah. California, at White Horse Movie Ranch, right. um, and it's kind of in the high desert, right? Yeah. And um, then it would snow. So, you know, they got to film the next day and now there's snow on the ground. There can't be snow on the ground. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, I guess that would answer my question. Those are the hardest things to deal with on a set is, is the weather conditions, you know, when you're filming right. outside, if and you're inside in climate control, it's fantastic. Right. right. Now you worked with very, very, very frigid temperatures. You worked with very, very, very scorching hot temperatures. Have you ever worked on set with possible cicadas for our movie? No. <laughs> we have the cicadas all in i live in maryland right now because i work in okay. maryland but we have them all in maryland now i heard they're starting to pop up in pennsylvania i'm like please lord don't let oh, it come no, when we're filming no, no, no. <laughs> yeah well you know that's one of those things you just throw in there i know yeah. um i was on a set bridge of the doomed mm-hmm. um and these movies have not been released yet third yeah. um um and through the lot walks uh, a mom um, elk and her two babies. Ooh. Right through the set. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, that really makes it real, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we, we don't know what the cicada situation is like. We obviously didn't write the script for that, but we can't work around that. Like, they're going to be loud. You're going to hear them. So they're probably oh, going to jump background on that noise. at that point. So we're we're going to be either improvising or working them into the script if they uh, show up during filming. We're going oh. to we're gonna <laughs> have to at that point because we're going to be filming in the woods to begin with. So, I mean. Well, in your synopsis for your movie, too, that would fit right in. It really right? would. It's just it really another would. natural Natural happening of what's happening around the world. Another plague. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that yeah exactly (laughs) 
So you did mention you are a horror fan. So um, what like horror movie got you started in uh, with the genre? Sounds lot. Stephen King. Without a doubt, that that's yeah. my number one. Um, I think just I'd have to think back. Thirteen when Jaws came out, uh, and I saw Jaws, and I was so scared. What's that? Were you talking about the year? Yes. 1975, I think it was. Okay. So yeah. I was I was 10 when I okay. saw it. Nice. Um, and I wouldn't go in the water. <laughs> You're actually doing something this summer with Jaws where you could sit outside at night in this, um, in this like, I don't know if it's like a, a lake or something, on a raft watching Jaws on the big screen. Wow. <laughs> so that'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, it would. I could hear it now. Um, Shark! <laughs> and of course, I'm an 80s girl. Yeah. You know, so um, there's a lot of, you know, the 80s movies that just, um, and what screen, yeah. right? I love the screen movies. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big Friday the 13th Halloween fan. Those are, I grew up on them. Oh, Halloween. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. One of my favorites is Halloween. Jamie Lee Curtis wrote the foreword to my my, uh, first trivia book, my Halloween trivia book I wrote. Oh, cool. Yes. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, those are my, I grew up watching those. Like, I was born in 89, but I I grew up, like, those are my things. Like, I watched those, and those are something I I loved uh, ever since. Now, which uh, Stephen King book and which Stephen King movie is your favorite? Wow, that's a tough one. I didn't know you were a Stephen King fan, so I had to throw that question out there. That's a tough one. Well, I mean, my favorite movie um, was Salem's Lot. Okay. Okay. So um, as far as the books go, um, Carrie. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's he's just an amazing man. Um, And I really, I really want to meet him, you know, like be able to talk to him, like meet him. and I was, he's really hard to find. Yeah. Um, he does do events and they're always um, advertised like last minute because he's someone I would actually fly someone to be able to go to an event, you know, yeah. to get a book signing yeah. um, and just get to talk to him for a couple minutes. Yeah, I know. Uh, I read, I forget who it was like on one of the Facebook groups. I read that somebody lived like maybe, maybe, I don't know, it was like a mile away from his, where he, where he lives or where he grew up, it was in Maine. Um, and uh, he ended up, uh, he, like she would always, like when she was growing up, she would always see him, like, because he was still living there at the time, um, she would always see him like walking, um, I guess, I don't know if it was like to the, the coffee shop or she, was she like, she working at a coffee shop or something like that, but she would always see Stephen King um, there. And then like randomly she would stop seeing him is because he, his books like started becoming really, really popular. And he just moved, I guess he either moved out of the area or he just wasn't, didn't want to be found or something like that. Well, he had some issues. Um, actually, I was at his house okay. last year uh, um, before the pandemic. Okay. And um <clears throat> They've decided to make his house into a retreat, nice. a writer's retreat. Yeah. Um, but he did get hit by a car or a truck, okay. and 
he was walking one day and he was out of commission like for a couple of years. Wow. Um, but he actually had break-ins at his house. Oh, wow. Um, it, Cause it's really like in the center of Bangor where yeah. his home is. Um, so, you know, uh, you get to be to that level and yeah. you're going to have some security issues, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> even in, even in the sleepy community of Bangor, Maine, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of his books are based on his hometown and especially like, uh, it, uh, Dairy Maine is based on his, uh, based on his hometown of Bang- like in Bangor, Maine, basically. Yeah. Which is, which is really interesting, you know, that you could, that you're from the small town, you become this big, you know, famous, you know, person, you know, it's like, that's who's from here, you know. <laughs> and he does such a good job portraying how Mainers are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his movies and series like Haven. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, he really, um, in the series, The Dead Zone, yeah. um, you really put across how Mainers are. He, he could he could do that really well yeah. yeah and it really takes a special kind of talent to uh you know it's it's not like it's one thing to portray an actor portraying the role and uh, and the setting to set it up that way and all that but it's another thing to actually write it in a book or write it in a script that it's that uh, is unbelievable that anybody can visualize what they're reading and it it makes you imagine what is on the paper what's being written you know what i mean like it takes a special talent to do that. Oh yeah, and he, he is. <laughs> He's he really the king, is. right? Oh, He's yeah. Stephen King. He's Stephen King. <laughs> he is the king. Absolutely. Oh. So, um, what? What? Uh, so, what about seventy two? Made you say like, I want to be part of this film because I know you said the synopsis. But when I that- when I read the synopsis, okay. Yeah, because I'm a- like, you know, it's a pan-, pan. I can say that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a pandemic kind of, yeah. you know. Um, horror movie and I'm like okay well this is real <laughs> right, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, we're, we're just coming out of that so yep. I thought it was a really great concept right. right I know some people I spoke to they said the synopsis other people said the, the eye like the graphic of the eye visually drew them in to the, in the oh movie. it did it did yes the photo it did <laughs> yeah and it and it's funny when you get on uh or whether it's kickstarter and you go go a lot and go through things and and, and you think to yourself, wow, they didn't do their art very well, right? right? Maybe you're trying to drop people in. So, yeah. um, but I'm on there a lot. So yeah. I guess I noticed that maybe a little bit more, you know, yeah. uh, but no, that, that was what made me click on. Yeah. And then I read the synopsis and went, wow. And then I messaged you. Back in a couple of seconds. It didn't take long at all. The rest is history. So the last question I got for you. Um, so any projects, I know we, we spoke that you're in Night of the Tommyknocker, Scream Bloody Murder, Arena Wars, Werewolf Cabal, of course, 72. Any other projects that you have coming up that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience? Um, Z Dead End. Okay. We, we have coming up. Um, Robert Restro is directing that. Uh, wrote it direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then again, right back in my uh, genre. And um, let's see, I got to do two parts in that yeah. movie. So the first part was I was a fighter pilot, um, yeah. which we've already filmed at Bill Diamond Studios over in um, uh, Castleton on the Hudson. Okay. It's a town um, over in New York state. Um, but it was great because I had the helmet covering mm-hmm. this area. Yeah. So, so you don't know it's me as the pilot. Yeah. 
Nice. Um, and so um, the second part, um, I actually just got days added on because I'm with Kane Hoder okay. over in Castleton. Um, and I think that's two days before I film with you. Okay. That, they got added in just like two days nice. ago. Yes. And um, from there, then we're filming the rest of the movie in Burbank. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're renting like a movie tent set town right. um, to film the rest of the movie. Um, but uh, what else? I do have a comedy series coming up yes. called The Mom Squad. Okay. And it's like a get smart kind of funny. Right, right. Yes. Um, so, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, she's, I, I do. And I think I have a total of like maybe five projects mm -hmm. left this year okay. and then I'm, I'm done for the year. Awesome. Uh, I'll be done for the year um, after October 1st. Awesome. That's great. So, like you have your busy schedule. <laughs> you know, I do. And it, um, the pandemic helped with that. Right? right. Because I was flying through the pandemic. It, right. was, it was, it was so strange to go through airports and nobody's there. And Absolutely. Um, there's like 10 people on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is kind of <laughs> awesome. Really? You know, yeah. oh my <laughs> um, God. But just on the movie sets, having to go through um, COVID testing. Yeah you know, is, is a big thing. And I'm so thankful for that because um, I've been on sets where um, they caught people before they came in because they do the testing outside. Right. And then you go off and you stand by yourself for the 20 minutes, 25 minutes and wait for the results. Yeah. Um, and the people never knew they had it. So, right. you know, um, but when I was on set um, for the longer movies, you know, you're, you're getting tested every two days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for that. And, and it's a hardship on these independent filmmakers to have to pay for this, for the amount of money that it adds yeah. on to the production. Absolutely. It really does. It really so, does. Um, you know, hopefully with all this, things will ease up on that and uh, things will turn the tide for us. Absolutely. On that well, Thank you, Lisa, for joining me. I'm sorry oh, to you off. Too. We have because I guess when we added your other account in, it bundled us down to five more minutes left of the meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which oh, I'm like oh, I, that it popped up. It just popped up for me. But I I am sorry for that. But I do thank you for joining me. This has been an honor. I can't. Oh, wait thank you. I can't wait to meet you all. I'm so excited for the movie. I'm really excited too. It's going to be fun. Um, once Carl uh, locks in the, um, the uh, like your character and everything like that, I'm sure he'll reach out to you as well. And, uh, and all that. So, um, and I will, I, I'm dealing with the contract side of things. So I'll get you any of the contracts, NDAs and all that stuff that you need to sign. Um, Excellent. Yep. I thank you so much. Uh, you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Stay safe. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye.